From what's on to what matters, it's Tracy Mack on Newcastle in the Morning, only on Newcastle Live. You are with Tracy Mack on Newcastle in the Morning. I hope you're having a lovely Wednesday out there. It's 25 degrees and sunny outside here in Newcastle West. I hope you're having as nice a morning as I have. I'm very excited to have my next guest in the studio. It is Alan Brady, who is uh, part of the brains behind the Newcastle Comedy Club, together with uh, James Connors and Elliot Stewart. Good morning and welcome into the studio. Oh, thanks so much for having us and uh, giving me that very liberal term of brains. Uh, it's sort of like we just cobbled it together and somehow it's working. It's but working. Yeah, but we really appreciate uh, you having us on. And like um, you guys were really instrumental in the launch. So yeah, we've got um, you know, a debt of gratitude towards uh, Newcastle Live. So yeah, thanks for all the support so far. Our pleasure. Absolute pleasure. Now, as you said, you did open in, uh, in January. Yeah. Obviously, just post all of that ridiculousness with COVID. How have you gone so far? Look, it's been going good. Like um, we almost signed the lease in the place like uh, two days before the Delta outbreak and it was only because like my other job I work as a filmmaker and I was down in Sydney and one of my shoots ran over I rang the landlord and I'm like hey can I just sign this on Monday and he's like no problems and that was the worst ever decision for him because we're in lockdown for four <laughs> months after that but like it just like if, if that small thing didn't happen the club wouldn't have opened because we just would have spent like all our capital startup costs yeah. just on rent on a place that couldn't open and then we're like okay this is really lucky we're going to open late December early January then the Omicron wave come as well and I'm just like I don't know if God hates comedy but like he did everything he possibly could to stop the club opening but still uh, we've prevailed and look so far so good we're about three months in and it gets to a point where like you put so much you know love time energy and effort into it but then at some point it's just up to whether the community embraces it and that's outside of our sphere of influence and the community's got so behind it and we're just like eternally it sounds like the most cliche trite thing to say it sounds like a radio press release but we're like genuinely so grateful uh, and appreciative of everyone has come out and just supported the club and the crowds every week keep getting bigger and we're getting so many more shows booked in advance ticket sales in advance and um yeah it's just been super humbling honestly i'm really excited because uh having spent a little bit of time in uh, in new york myself and and seeing that new york comedy scene and that underground and you know the little little bars that you go into mm-hmm. and you get that up close and personal that's really the uh, the basis behind all of this isn't it bringing the new york style comedy clubs into newcastle yeah a hundred percent and we sort of wanted to uh, transport people almost to a different sort of time and place when you get in there. So we spent a long time sort of like cultivating how the inside looks. Look, all of us are pretty useless when it comes to like using power tools and stuff between me, James and Elliot. <laughs> the one thing I could kind of do because I work as a cinematographer day to day is make the lighting look cool. So while the electricals might not be safe, the lighting is spot lighting on. Is yeah, spot on. it's great. Well, that's all that matters. <laughs> Who are some of the uh, the comedians you've had through so far? Oh, look, uh, probably the biggest name we've had through is a guy called uh, Steve Hoff. So, like, he's, um, if you Google him, he's got, like, you know, hundreds of millions of views. And he come through and I uh, actually sold out two shows on a Monday night. Uh, wow. We recorded his set as well. And it was just, it was legitimately phenomenal. But we've had guys like uh, Dan Mungleton come through as a really well-known Australian comedian. Uh, Sarah Gall as well. So, like, all these people have performed all over the world. Uh, it's too early to announce, but we've got some, like, massive acts that uh, may be coming through. Just sort of, like, you know, negotiating that mm-hmm. at the moment. But right now we've got Newcastle Fringe on. Uh, so, like, last week we had Ben Stevenson. Uh, we had Robin Reynolds as well, who we're talking about a little bit off air. Uh, this week as well, we've got uh, Eddie Rockefeller, who would be oh, definitely my yeah. pick to see this weekend. She's ridiculously good. And there's still some tickets available to that as well. So, yeah, if anyone's sort of on the fence about seeing something, like, my pick would be Eddie. She's, like, ridiculously funny. 
And now you said you've uh, you've got a few under wraps, but uh, what have you got coming in the next couple of months to uh, to excite us? Oh well, it's pretty cool. So we've just we're just negotiating it at the moment now. But one of our mates, Andrew Mullis, that runs Newcastle International Comedy Festival, um, we're figuring out uh, what acts are going to be running solo shows in our place as well. We're negotiating doing sort of like a weird late night show as well mm-hmm. that we'll probably live stream with all the video equipment we've got in there as well. But while nothing is a hundred percent confirmed, it's looking like we'll have some like pretty massive Australian acts coming through. Uh, for the comedy festival as well and it just made sense that we would the Newcastle Comedy Club and the Newcastle International Comedy Festival would sort of team mm-hmm. up on this but yeah it's just all starting to come together but um, yeah still figuring out like, the little bits and pieces but it should be a pretty huge month for uh, you know both ventures in that has Newcastle embraced it obviously we needed a good laugh after the last two years yeah. have they really come out and, and have they appreciated what is there yeah it's it's always a little bit concerned because, like, we started the club because, like, myself, James, and Elliot were all open micers at the same time, just performing at like the roughest gigs. Like, the only way I could kind of describe it, you know, that scene in the Blues Brothers where they played the country and western gig. Imagine <laughs> that without the chicken wire. That's kind of like yeah. what, what we're like, there's literally fights after gigs because the MC roasted a crowd member too much. And so, like, we basically started this up so we would have a place to perform that didn't suck, right? Um, but then, like, we're also <laughs> thinking, we're like, man, audiences like the violence and they like these terrible things is it going to work but look people are so into it and look I, I think it's because like these comedy clubs the last couple of years and um, if you look at like giant podcasts like Joe Rogan's podcast and stuff like people like that have really bought in um, like the LA comedy scene LA comedy scene to the wider zeitgeist mm. and I think just like your average Aussie and your over, average Novocastrian has got a really good idea of what these clubs are like and what services they provide even if they haven't been to one so mm. we're getting people come in going hey I've never been to a New York comedy club but this looks exactly like one because mm. yeah, they've just seen it through uh, people like that promoting it and it's just cool because we're getting all these like return customers uh, there's loads of newbies getting up at open mics as well which is like so refreshing to see like people coming trying their stuff sometimes it works sometimes it doesn't mm. but it doesn't matter because it's a learning process and not every day is a good day in the gym but yeah. they're coming back again and again they're getting funnier each week and it's just cool because like we're just like another sort of capillary in the central nervous system of like the culture in Newcastle and it's just so cool to be part of that and yeah we're just we're just so stoked that it's actually working so the three of you are comedians yeah well look uh like Elliot's probably the one that's most seriously into it he got to the uh state finals for like the royal comedy competition he's yeah really really good into it uh James is yeah just one of those guys who sort of like gigs a lot and he's been all over the place I kind of uh stopped doing it maybe a year before the um outbreak because I work as a filmmaker and I kind of got to a point I was like half hour stand-up and half-assing filmmaking yeah. so I do a lot, a lot of comedy filmmaking so I'm like alright cool I'll concentrate more on the filmmaking stuff but now I'm in a club six times a week I've started getting back into it the last <laughs> couple of weeks and yeah it's good just shaking the rust off and giving it a go again so yeah I look I, I used to get booked for gigs now I'm up there with the open micers again so like <laughs> you've gone back yeah, again yeah <laughs> yeah but like it, it's like if you're a you know a bodybuilder that did train for like five six years like you're not going to go straight back to the show you've got to get back into the gym you've got to yeah. like work it up um, but it's fun like the process is super rewarding so yeah it's it's been so much fun for myself personally how much materials around at the moment i mean obviously mm. there's you know scotty from marketing there's oh, got to yeah. be so much material just in life at well, the moment it's it's so weird because it gives you a real barometer of what australians especially novocastrians do and don't like because anytime 
uh, anyone brings up Scotty from marketing, the amount of booze in that room is just <laughs> deafening. And like, we get people that are, you know, they could be right wing, left wing, but it, it just gives you a real idea of what we like and don't like at the moment. But um, yeah, look, there's loads of good material. Look, I think one of the biggest things that like people have a misconception about, they say, oh, look, there's too much political correctness. Everyone's too woke mm. to do comedy. But it makes it funnier because you make like skilled comedians make jokes about that. And even the people who are woke can see the you know small hypocrisies in themselves. Mm. And without, you know, sort of like saying, ah, oh, you need to be left or right leaning. It makes it more fun because like, like comedy is funny when there's taboos and rules that you can't joke about. And then figuring out ways to make jokes about that. Like it actually creates more fodder for comedy, I think. So look, I think a lot of the people complaining about it uh, usually aren't comedians or they aren't comedy writers. They don't work in the industry. They're looking from the outside. But when you're on the inside of the club, you realize, man, these rules make things funnier. So yeah, I think it's just been a, a great time for comedy. And um, yeah, people are getting into it. It's it's so good. Isaac Butterfield, obviously uh, our local comedian, you know, he does exactly what you just said. You know, the more woke it is, the more he's going to make a joke about it and argue against it. He's uh, he's a perfect example of just twisting that uh, that around. Oh, 100%. Look, and um, like way back in the day, like I'd gigged and like done like shows and stuff with like Butterfield and stuff like that. People had problems with him, but I've never had an issue with the dude ever. Um, and yeah, look, man, I, and, and, and again, I, I don't want to get into it or, you know, like say, you know, why some people may have reservations mm. with him as well. But look, his thing is upsetting people in a really funny mm. way okay and you're going to break a couple of eggs to make that comedy omelet there as well yeah. and so like i i think like in his mind as well he's like well i don't care if i upset people because like he may be right he may be wrong but he's saying what's actually in his heart and look man the proof is in the pudding he's got so many followers he's doing like probably like newcastle's most successful comedian mm. so for better or for worse it's definitely working and just just like i said i've never had a problem with the dude but i do understand why people do because like I guess uh, kind of being a victim of your own success there as yeah. well because like he's so funny and he attacks so many people like it's one of those things you gotta have a lot of mates you gotta have a lot of good comedy and like yeah. for him it, like you know it's just those things are a little bit mutually exclusive as well but look that's his style and there's yeah. a lot of other people where their, their style isn't that and they're still equally as funny but yeah he's he's probably one of the oh, I wouldn't say one of the he's the biggest like Newcastle comedy export like undoubtedly yeah he's very funny now speaking of, uh, of big future things. Uh, I'm very excited because uh, tomorrow at six o'clock uh, we launch the Newcastle Comedy Club right here on Newcastle Live. How are you feeling? You're going to sit in here for two hours and tell jokes? You've got to yeah. be funny. No, I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm, oh, we'd have to be funny because we're not performing. So like if we suck on the show, just keep in mind nothing you're seeing of the next couple of weeks of me, James <laughs> or Elliot, okay? So we're definitely not addictive of that. No, it's, look, I'm, I'm really looking forward to it. Um, and it's kind of like a little bit of flashbacks. I actually started off in radio like way back in the day. Um, and I kind of had a mid-youth crisis and I was just like, <laughs> and I'm like, oh, I should go to something more stable. Then I went to filmmaking, which is even worse. <laughs> like, Are you so, kidding then, me? Yeah. And then my, my other side hustle is a comedy club. So like, it's just a house of cards of businesses that could collapse at any time. But look, I'm having a lot of fun. And that's um, all that matters. Getting back into radio as well. Now, I'm really excited about it. It's because it's been years and years. Like the last time I worked in radio was 2011 in Adelaide at uh, Nova. And yeah, that's, that's been 
so long. So it's time to see if those skills are perishable. But yeah, yeah I'm going to be flexing those radio muscles tomorrow. And um, yeah, like really happy to do it with uh, James and Elliot uh, because, yeah, we're just always talking smack behind the scenes. So yeah, we'll bring it out the front and uh, yeah, just talk up shows. We're going to have like double pass giveaways. I'm uh, going to be interviewing actually Eddie Rockefeller as well. Um, and what, what else? Oh, yeah, we've got a couple of other sort of like, you know, secrets, some prizes, giveaways, that sort of stuff. So yeah, no, I, I'm actually genuinely really pumped for it. It's going to yeah, be really, really good. Yeah, you sound like it. Yeah. 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 And look, it's wonderful because there is uh, there is nowhere here in Newcastle that you can sit there and put a two-hour comedy program on. It, it's just, And locally made, yeah, local, exactly. local people. Um, it's just – and that's the opportunity that this brings us here. Well, I, I think like with Newcastle Live Radio as well, like you haven't waited for, uh, for like someone to – give you an opportunity you've got to then just create it for yourself like i'm in a like it used to just be a tin shed and now it's like all renovated the inside you've built these awesome studios like you've gone out you've got the personnel you've got all the equipment and you're just making the radio that you want to make as well without like all that oversight mm. and i feel like that sort of um uh the entrepreneurial spirit is there with the comedy club like we could have like waited until like you know one of these like you know bigger guys that own like multiple pubs mm. you know put one together spend a you know a couple of million bucks doing it or we just literally got all our savings me james and elliot we didn't get a loan we just did it all ourselves and we just made it happen and i think that sort of spirit is uh you know in the venn diagram sort of the big crossover between what you guys are doing and what we're doing so yeah no we're super pumped to be able to do it as well and like for james and elliot because they're still gigging pretty regularly it is an opportunity to try some new bits on here so we'll see how that goes <laughs> we'll as see well. how that yeah goes. exactly but no, we're just excited and we're like genuinely really thankful for the opportunity no look i can't wait for it it is uh six o'clock tomorrow it is a new Newcastle Comedy Club right here on Newcastle Live. It's Alan Brady, James Connors and Elliot Stewart. So please make sure that you do tune in from uh, from six o'clock because it is going to be hilarious. Thanks so much for joining us in the studio. Yeah, well, thank you so much for having us. My pleasure. Now, if we do want to know anything more about the uh, Newcastle Comedy Club, what you've got coming up, where do we go to? Uh, go to newcastlecomedyclub.com.au or you can follow our socials, just type Newcastle Comedy Club in Facebook and Insta. But for this weekend, because Newcastle Fringe has hired the club uh, last week and this week, uh, all the shows that are happening this weekend, you can go to newcastlefringe.com.au and see the ticket links uh, and you can buy tickets there as well. Sounds fantastic. Thank you for your time. I can't wait to uh, to see what uh, comes out of tomorrow it's going to be quite interesting quite fun have fun won't you yeah well fingers crossed we don't get banned after the first one and uh if everything goes well we'll be back again and again that would be good please don't get us us kicked off air i don't want to make promises i can't keep is all (laughs) i gotta say (laughs) thanks alan i really appreciate your time thanks bye yo we tracy mac on newcastle live uh yeah make sure you tune in from uh from six o'clock tomorrow night and then of course it is after dark from eight o'clock right here on newcastle live Newcastle in the morning takes you through the big events and the most talked about stories of the day that matter to you and your life. From what's on to what matters, Tracy Mack takes you beyond the headlines, what it is, why it matters and how it impacts your daily life. Tracy Mack brings you Newcastle in the morning, weekdays from nine on Newcastle Live.